Nation. Come on, man. Y'all already know why I'm hyped. Y'all know what the fuck is went down this weekend. Y'all already know what it is. I ain't even got no time to keep playing with this shit. Let's jump right on into it, baby. So the Lakers go 2-0 this weekend. And we go and handle our business with Milwaukee. And then we turn around and handle our business against the Clippers. Now, 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 now. The media. Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to hear the sports channels tomorrow try to come up with the narrative about this shit now. About how the Lakers... Still, you know, not the team to beat. The team to beat still the Clippers and the Bucks. No, that. We are the team to beat, y'all. Y'all know we the team to beat. They know They know we the team to beat, man. Like, after this weekend, how could we not be the team to beat? We beat the two teams that y'all said everybody should beat. We beat them. So, the Lakers are the team to beat. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Y'all going to crown these other teams that haven't even won shit yet. No. We are the team to beat, y'all. So, starting off with this Milwaukee game, Bron and AD have been having a monster weekend. Like, a monster weekend. They are who we thought they were going to be as a duo. The best duo in basketball. And I don't care. Can't nobody tell me nothing different. They are the best duo, yo. You cannot stop them when they're both on. They had games where both of them scored 30-plus. Think like, I think it was against the Bucks. Uh, they scored 30 and 37 points. Like, come on. Come on now. Monster, monster weekend. Shout out to Bron and AD for showing up, showing out. They knew what we had, you know, going on at hand. And they came to play, man. They came to play because it's time to turn that switch on, y'all. It was time for us to get in playoff mode and get ready for the postseason, which we did clinch this weekend with that Bucks win. We have clinched the playoffs, so the playoff drought is now over. So shout out to the Lakers for that. You know, shout out to the whole organization. Congratulations to us, the fans, and to the Lakers organization and the players. You feel me? Because we've been waiting, y'all. We've been waiting for a long time. It's a long drought. And we finally, finally right back where we're supposed to be rightfully so. So, I'm so excited about that. I was hype as shit after that Bucks win. If you haven't or if you don't already, make sure you follow my Instagram and my Twitter. I'm always very active on there, giving my instant thoughts and, you know, posting and interacting with everybody. Let me drop my Twitter. I know y'all should know it by now because I'm always saying this shit, but it's RAE underscore G33. Again, that's RAE underscore G33. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Laker underscore Realm Pod. Again, that's Laker underscore Realm Pod. Please go ahead and give me a follow. And, you know, let's do it. Let's do it, man. So, yeah, um, this Bucks game, we, we had a slow start. You know, we've been known to start slow. Um, I was, you know, Giannis has started started with us like seven points, seven straight points or so. And I was like, okay, let's not, let's not do this. Like, let's not make this game like – the one we had in Milwaukee. Um, but they got their shit together, and they came back and kept fighting. Um, AD was in early foul trouble, so Gian- uh, not Giannis. Bron took the uh, the challenge and guarded Giannis and did a very good job on guarding him, you know. Shut him down. He still got his. Giannis still, he always going to eat. You know, he going to eat. He going to do what he has to do. But, you know, being able to slow him down and contain him to a little bit, was enough, just enough for us to get the win, 
and I believe we won by double digits. We should have beat the Clippers by double digits, but Lou Williams' punk ass gonna go go ahead and shoot that three. Like, come on, bro, you already lost. Like, we hatched it. We hatched it in good sportsmanship, and then you shoot it still. Like, get the fuck out of here. So, um, we beat both the teams, you know, the Bucks and the Clippers. Um, guarding Giannis is not an easy task. You know, we had to throw so many bodies at him to try to slow him down. And he still was getting to the bucket, and he still was eating and getting his. But it almost felt like we had a game plan of, okay, Giannis, you can eat, but nobody else is going to eat. The only other person that was lighting us up was Dante DiVincenzo. He was the only other person that was, you know, giving us problems. My first thought was, like, somebody guard this man. Guard him because we letting him loose right now. He just doing the most. Lately this weekend, it's this team's defense has been stellar, yo. Their team, their defense has been something else, and this is what's been winning us these games because we really not shooting that well at all. We're not shooting that well at all. Like, we really, like, trash from three-point. We're just not knocking down our shots. So if we could do this shit – Without shooting well, just imagine what we can do when we shoot well. Like, yeah, this is this is not this. We're the team to beat, bro. Stop it. We are the team to beat. That that win versus the Bucks to me was a statement win, you know. And the Clippers too. That was obviously a statement win. But the Bucks to beat them first, the best team in the NBA right now, the best record. Giannis playing, you know, some of the best basketball of his career. They're they're clicking on all cylinders. And, you know, we protect the home court as we should have and as we expected the Lakers to do. So I'm so happy about that. I said it was just a statement win and something that we needed because we hear all this stuff about, you know, how the Lakers are not really as good as the Clippers and the Bucks, and how LeBron is not uh, um, MVP, how it's a runaway with Giannis. No, it, LeBron is right there. LeBron is right there. He impacts his team more to me. I believe Braun is the MVP and Anthony Davis is the defensive player of the year. I'm not biased about it. If, if Giannis was as impactful on his team as Braun is, then I'll give it to Giannis. But my thing is, the Bucks still win without Giannis. You know, they still win without Giannis. With Braun, Braun go off the floor and we got to try to figure shit out. So that's why I say that uh, Braun is more impactful he way more impactful man he he runs the show you know he's our point guard he's our leader he just runs in so many different categories scoring rebounds defense passing you know just the whole tempo of the game you know Giannis don't control the game like Braun does so I believe that the MVP and and before I say that and Brown is so damn old. He's <laughs> 35 years old doing this, 17 years in the league. And he gotta be, he gotta be up there for sure. Like, don't even don't even try to play my man like that. Don't even do my guy like that. So, yeah, that Bucks game was litty as hell. I was hype as shit watching that one. That was a great win for us. So then we like, okay, we beat the Bucks. Now here come these goddamn flippers. Now we gotta go ahead and take care of business with them, which I felt like we was gonna go, we was gonna sweep this weekend anyway, cause everybody, you know, making a huge deal of it, saying that you know this is our test, and I mean rightfully so. I believe this is our test for us to see how we match up with the league's elite teams, and we match up pretty damn good. So, so then we got the Flippers, and I'm like, okay. I had a feeling we was going to win this game because I already told y'all before I believe we was going to split the series. I said before that we was going to go 2-2. Two and two, So, I still believe that. I still stand by that prediction. 
we will go two and two. The last game probably is like whatever because towards the end of the season, so we probably gonna play, you know, sit our starters stars down. They probably gonna sit their stars down. So it is what it is. Um, the first game of the series, the first game of the series, the 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 uh, the end the. The regular game, the regular season series, um, the Lakers, that's the first game. You're still trying to learn ourselves, trying to figure it out. So that's whatever. And I'm not making excuses, but I'm just breaking it down as I see it. So, you know, that's whatever. Um, Clippers went ahead and got that got that win. And then the Christmas Day game, like I'm going to go with the same thing that, that AD said because I believe he's correct. We beat ourselves. We had the lead. You know, we didn't, we did, we made stupid ass mistakes that, you know, we didn't make in this game. So we know what we got to do at the end of the day. We beat ourselves on that Christmas Day game. It wasn't like the Clippers walked in there and beat the shot of us, beat the brakes off of us. Like people making it seem like, oh my God, they're just so, so good. And they're 10 and 0 with all their players. And the Lakers don't have a chance against them. And just running their fucking mouth. And it's not even that, it's not even what they're trying to make it out to be. You know, they're just trying to control the narrative of this. And just speak facts, bro. Like, don't even go there. We had the lead in that game. So it's not like we don't match up well. I, I hear people say that, oh, the, the Lakers just don't match up well with the Clippers. Why not? We good. We match up well with any fucking team in the league. I'm just saying. Um, But we beat ourselves that Christmas Day game. So I felt like this game was the real game to test both teams, because both teams are healthy, no excuses. Um, we both know what's at stake. It's the, towards the end of the season, so we kind of, we pretty much know who we are. Everybody, you know, each team has their identity, and, you know, this is what we're going to have going into the playoffs. So, um, this is the, actually a big game to me. I mean, the other two, whatever, but this is the actual game to me that's really like the leveler, you know. Let us know where we at. Um, so the fact that we were able to come out with a win and do it in a convincing fashion, and, and then the crazy part about it, we didn't even shoot well, was just, you know, something else. So um, the Clipper game, the first person I want to talk about is Avery Bradley. He came up and showed up big for us, y'all. He was the game changer for us in that game. I mean, offense, defense, he did the damn thing. He, you know, game ball has to go to every Bradley. He showed his ass. And that little stupid ass um technical the, the refs gonna give him. They wildin'. Them refs are so soft. They was trying to give the Clippers this game so hard. Just every little thing. Um but yeah, every Bradley did his thing and that's what we need. I kinda, you know, I like when it's a different person stepping up, as long as somebody steps up. Because how do you game plan for that? You don't know who's gonna step up that night. So, you know, it's cool, Brian A.D., but then you don't know who that third person is going to be. So, kind of like that, you know, so far. Um, we and, and we don't have Deion Waiters. He hasn't played yet. Um, I believe the Lakers are going to bring him in slowly but surely. Um, I just, you know, it's cool. At the end of the day, they probably got to figure out where he's going to go. You ask me, just take all of Rondo's minutes and sit Rondo the hell down. Please? <laughs> So we're able to get this win without, you know, Deion Waiters and, and his his scoring that we, you know, we're going to be able to have in the upcoming games. But every Bradley did his thing, man. He stepped it up, and uh, we definitely got to shout him out. So shout out to you, Avery. 
Brown, of course, went ahead and controlled the tempo of that game, of this game. He uh, just amazing all around. I don't, I don't, I don't even think he did scored a lot. I think he only scored like twenty two points or so, but he controlled the tempo of the game. His, he had his handprint all over this game, y'all. Just all over the game. He then he took the challenge of guarding Kawhi. You know, he guarded Giannis. It did turn around and guarded Kawhi. Man, he's doing his thing. He has a mission. And like I said before, he had that look in his eye when that Denver game. He had that look. And I said, okay, he ready. He gave me, he gave that look. And I said, yep, he about to tear some shit up now. So I knew that he was about to be on a mission when he came back out of um, the all-star break. And he's doing just that. He is doing just that. This Clipper game was also a statement win to the league, to the media, to everybody that's that's doubting us. Don't doubt us, bro. Don't doubt us. We are number one in the West for a reason. Not a, we, 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 this ain't a fluke. Like, it's the reason why we're number one in the West. We're taking care of business. We are a good team from top to bottom. Do we have our flaws? Absolutely. Absolutely. We absolutely do have our flaws. But don't take away from the fact that we are a great team. Everybody wants to take away from that. Oh, they're number one, but the Clippers are better. And, oh, the Milwaukee, hey. No, don't try to take away what we built, what we did already. So, you know, this is a statement win to, to you know, to everybody. AD, everybody's saying how AD has to be the X factor, and he was. He handled his business. He did his part. He played big. And that's the only thing I, I'd say about the Lakers when they play the Clippers. You have to play big. You have to rebound. We was getting killed on rebounds at first. Then they made it up. But we have to play big like that because we are. we much bigger, you know, than the Clippers. And the Bucks too, shit, we play big big with them, too. So as long as we play big, tough, physical Man, our our defense to take care of our offense, you know. So I'm not even, I'm not even worried about that. Paul George and Kawhi, you know, they tried, they tried. Paul George did his thing, had 30 plus points, and Kawhi had like 27 or so. Um, they tried, and kudos for them for trying, but you failed, you failed, bruh. And that is what it is, you know. I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. Pat Bev, man, God, that fucking guy. Oh, he's so annoying. Jesus, as soon as the game starts, he chirping and chirping and chirping. Then he tries to, you know, get under LeBron's skin. LeBron shoot his ass away. Then he going to try to run up on him like, bro, you really not trying. You're not, you know, you're not doing that. Chill out. You're doing too much. It's not even, it's not even that serious, dog. Like, you, you just trying to, you know, make a scene. And it didn't work. It didn't work. Same thing with Avery. Avery caught that little stupid-ass technical foul. I mean, it's just stupid. You know, he taunts. Patrick really taunts and does all this dumb shit. And the refs don't do nothing but the minute you retaliate or say something back or do something back, oh, you get a technical foul. Like, these refs got to get their shit together, too, because they've been on some... Whew, they stay trying to hold the Lakers, man. Um, Kuz, man. Kuz, this is the type of game that we want to see from Kuz. And I say that because I'm saying that we want him to impact the game in other ways. If he's not scoring, I need you to defend your ass off, rebound, make winning plays, man. And that's exactly what he did. That's exactly what I would like to see out of Kuz. If you're not scoring, your shot not falling. You know, just impact the game in other ways. And I think he is growing as a player. You guys got to remember, he's still really young. Um, so he's grown as a player, and he did what he had to do. And being in a winning culture and being around a veteran team, 
like he is now is going to make him better regardless. Like he's going to be better regardless. His IQ to me will probably go up and, you know, the game will slow down for him. He'll start to understand everything uh, a lot better. And then he had to, you know, had to top it off by crowning King James, man. He had to crown the kid. He did. The kid from Akron, he went ahead and crowned him at the end of the game. That was cool. That was a cool sight to see. That was what's up, man. Um, but for this, for this, these two games, I want to say that the passion is there, right? I've seen the passion out of this team. I've seen the fight. You know, they're not quitting when they get down or or the rest are against them. They are fighting to the nail to get these wins. And this is all that we can ask for, man, is the effort, the energy. It's there. It's there. I feel like they're ready to flip that playoff switch and try to make sure they go on this long championship run. And I'm here for it. I'm here, man. Laker Nation, we want all the smoke. We want it all from every team. We want all the smoke. So I'm proud of the team, man. You know, I ain't going to go too crazy. You know, I was, I was thinking, like, you know, I'm going to get on the podcast. I'm going to act a stone fucking cold fool. And I was like, nah, I ain't even going to do that. I ain't even going to do that. I'm going to be easy. But we want all that smoke, though. You feel me? Um, but this is going to do it for this episode of Lake Room Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Don't forget to like and rate and comment on this show. I just want to grow it and I can't do it without you guys. So have the, a great rest of your Sunday and a great start to you to your work week, to your school week or whatever it is. I will drop another show for you guys on 